no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. UFL, the Sound Off on Sports Podcast for a Wednesday night. I'm Jamie Johnson, joined by Byron Hall tonight. Outside of the McKinney Broadcasting Building, we are on location, which is something we didn't get to do a lot of, actually none of, we're last on, year. Are we on a field trip? Yes. <laughs> did you did you give me your permission slip? I signed it. <laughs> I signed it, sent it in. We'll catch it in later. Yeah. <laughs> we are on location tonight at Prestonsburg High School in the Prestonsburg Gymnasium, which I make no secret, it is my favorite gymnasium in the 15th region, not just in the county, but in the region to watch a game and call a basketball game. Got that old feel, that old barn feel about it. It has seen more classic basketball games than any other facility in our area. And hopefully another great season here this year for uh, Prestonsburg. Tonight we're going to talk Black Cat basketball. And their new head coach, Casey Huff, will join us tonight. All right. Sounds exciting. That's why we're here. So I I, I will say once that uh, being here with you and doing black basketball, uh, I do enjoy coming and calling a ball game here. Never enjoyed playing here, but... I do enjoy doing a ball game here. Uh, the shooting background here is a little different, right? I mean, it, it's a different. It's different. The goals are different than anywhere else in the region. The only mm-hmm. other place you see a goal like this is at the expo with a setting. You know, the brace is set on the floor. Right. Everything else is coming from uh, from the from the ceiling. You know, the old dome used to have the have the backboards like this, but mm. you know, now it's just pretty much Prestonsburg. Yeah. Got their own unique setup here. They do. Uh, I mean, it's, it was a tough place to play. Uh, you feel like you always felt like the fans were right on top of you as well. Made it for a tough environment, uh, and especially when they had some good teams down here. Uh, you know, mid to late nineties. Uh, you know, had not jo- to mention before our time. Well, I'm just saying you know, that, that, that's what I played against. Yeah. I played against. You know, I played against John, uh, John Ortega, Joe Campbell, mm-hmm. uh, Nathan Leslie. Some, you know. Some of those guys, and it was tough coming down here and playing. And then, you know, not only that, they had a good team. <laughs> then you had some really good fan sections that were felt like they were right on top of you as well. Yeah, always a good time down here. And hopefully uh, happier days will be here again sooner than later for Black Cat fans. They've been chopping at the bit to have a winning basketball program here for a while, and it's a rebuild this year. It's a young team. We'll be talking more about them in just a little bit. Of course, uh, we'll have Coach on here and some players later on in tonight's show. And uh, But, you know, it still is football season, so uh, we've not totally given up on football. Nope. But for all intents and purposes, we wanted to go ahead and get a jump start on basketball. We hope to be at Floyd Central and Betsy Lane here in the next week 
in two weeks to talk to their teams and coaches and get into uh, what's happening here in the county as we turn our page to the winter sports scene because let's just be honest, the football season hasn't been quite what we thought it might be. So <laughs> Has, Hasn't been exactly kind yeah. to the – Floyd County faithful. It's time to time to move on. You know, we're, we're ready to go to another sport. Uh, you know, the ratings show it. <laughs> so it's basketball. Uh, we see the ratings, we see the views, we see the uh, hits on the podcast, and uh, it's time to move on to basketball. So, uh, and of course, ba- basketball's always been dominant here. Yeah, I mean, in, in this county, it's always been about basketball, no matter what, and uh, it's always a anticipation of a new season. And everything else. So we'll, we'll get into that. But, yeah, football, uh, the season has wrapped up for Prestonsburg. They played their last regular season game against Martin County. They lost 48-20. to uh, A disappointing season. Uh, four and six. Lost your last uh, three or four in a row. Yeah. Uh, was not a pretty end for Black Cat football. And uh, missing the playoffs for the second time in, in three seasons. So you can see that's why we're in the gym tonight. Football's over for them. Yeah, I mean – I think we uh, we thought that they could win, you know, two at least two of the last three that they dropped, yeah, and get into the playoffs, and really thought they were going to be fighting for possibly a home playoff spot. It looked that way. Yeah, I mean, it was real exciting, and you know, just you go on the road, and you just never know. You never know what might happen. Yeah, and it didn't happen. Uh, the loss at Bath County. Sealed the deal pretty much for the Black Cats season. Yeah. As uh, taking on Martin County on the road was a pretty insurmountable task. Uh, Martin County played much better at the end of the year than they were at the first of the year. And that was a buzzsaw uh, for them the other night. And uh, we wish uh, Coach Brandon Brewer a good guy. Yep. Uh, appreciate him being on the show a couple of times this year. He was on the mystery podcast that nobody got to hear. <laughs> um, so... Once, you know, once again, the best podcast that never had the best one that nobody ever got to hear. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate Brandon and uh, wish them good luck in the future. Floyd Central they lost their game at Lawrence County, forty-seven to seven. They got one final chance to get that elusive win on the field. You know they have two wins by default. They want to win on the field. It happens Friday night at the uh, Jaguars' home finale and their season finale, taking on Betsy Lane and Betsy Lane. Seven and two, you say. Wait a minute, people say that you're saying football is a disappointment. Seven and two is really good. Yeah, but I'm going to be I'm going to be really straight with you tonight. Right. Okay, I'm going to be really straight. Shoot them straight. If Betsy Lane doesn't beat a winless, and I still call them winless because of the two yeah. paper wins, if they don't defeat Floyd Central on Friday night, then they're just the they're just the best of the worst teams. Listen, I know, I know that's a raw statement. Hey. And you say, what do you mean the worst teams? Well, listen, you didn't beat a team with a winning record outside of Martin County in week one. Right. You caught them on an afternoon when they weren't prepared to play you, and you took advantage of it, which was fantastic. Yep. You beat teams that you should have beaten on your schedule, but, hey, you're not contending with Painsville. You're not there with Raceland. Uh, you better beat Floyd Central to be to keep yourself from being in that conversation of not being not being one of the elite teams. You know, there were people. Did you say there were some people that were saying that? Hey, uh, Betsy Lane, that's the best team they've ever had. That's a real knock considering uh, yeah. some of the teams they've had in the past. Uh, they're not. They got some work to do. I mean, I think uh, Paceful Paceful exposed a lot, 
and, yeah. and in the in the run defense. Mm-hmm. You know, we went down expecting Paintsville to possibly be throwing the ball, and it was all on the ground, heavy run mm-hmm. early, and you know it. And this is just from that game. You know, Paintsville was running uh, through that defense, and I said it on the air like. Uh, like a chain link fence trying to stop water. Yeah. So it's kind of tough. Yeah. And they get to do it again in two weeks. So Ho- hopefully, you know, Bessie Lane has learned, uh, seen, went back, and I'm sure they've studied that film. Yeah. And they are going to address some problems there. But you know, it's a little bit disappointing on the offensive end as well as we expected. Uh, you know, I think we expected a little bit more firepower out of Bessie Lane mm-hmm. at Paintsville. Maybe they played it too close to the vest. Maybe they were too conservative. Maybe they were. I, it's, it's hard to say, but, I mean, they're going three and outs, four and five and out uh, early on, and Paintsville was running one, two plays and scoring. Yeah. And, you know, once you dig a big hole like that against a quality opponent, it's hard to come back. Now, Betsy Lane got a nice win against Fairview, 43-7 to last Friday. Again, they have Floyd Central this Friday. I'm going to tell you they're a slight favorite to win that game on the road, but I think Floyd Central has the makeup to win that game on Friday night based on the way they can control the football if they cut down on turnovers on the time of possession and use their beef on that line. That might be tough for Betsy Lane. This is not yeah. a gimme win for the Bobcats. This could this is the this is Floyd Central's Super Bowl. Yeah. Basically, because they have no playoff game. They don't want to lose to their county rival. I'm giving Betsy Lane a slight edge, but I'm telling you, I'd I'd be pick, able to pick Floyd Central in this game. I think you can make a strong argument for Floyd Central yeah. in this game Friday night, like you alluded to, the the big line, the line, the offensive line, and I don't think we've really gave them the credit they probably deserved all season. Yeah. Is you know Floyd Central's offensive line up front, especially early in ball games, has opened holes. They have moved people. Mm-hmm. And you've seen Blake Adams, Sheston Johnson. You, you know, they've become people that other teams focus on and try to game plan for because of that offensive line. And if you ain't got that offensive line, those two don't get the yards they've got this year. So hey, if you're Jared Gerald, uh, let it all hang out this coming Friday night. Put it out there. Put the numbers up on Floyd Central. Shut us up. And then also get ready for your playoff game and just let it all hang out because you're playing a team that you have nothing to lose. You're playing yeah. a defending state champion that wants to try to – they're already looking past you because they want to look at Raceland. You know what? Make a believer out of us and go shut them up. Oh, yeah, De- definitely. That's, that's what I hope to see. We'll be there. We'll be out there all the way. We'll be there with you and uh, hopefully to see that. But, you know, if you don't want to be the best of the worst, don't lose this Friday. Right. Don't lose this Friday. I mean, that's I know that might be tough to take, but that's that's just this is how we're doing it tonight. Yeah. It is the Sound Up On Sports podcast. It's brought to you by the Mountain Arts Center and Howard Family Pharmacy. We're going to get Coach Casey Huff up here. He's got the uh, the shooting basket out here. The, the gun. The gun. Yeah, yeah, got that out here. So we're going to try to get him up here on stage, and we'll take a break and be right back here on the Sound Up On Sports podcast, episode 11 tonight. With Jamie and Byron on WMDJ. 
The Mountain Arts Center is more than just an entertainment complex. Have you thought about having a wedding inside the theater, complete with professional sound and video, plus rooms for a reception afterwards? And the MAC can host your next event. Matter of fact, hosting events is something the MAC specializes in, from business meetings to parties, showers, and even class reunions. The MAC truly can be personalized for your entertainment need. Call 886-2623. Coming to the Mountain Arts Center, Lone Star. I don't know how you do what you do. Lone Star, live at the Mac. There's a caratown who can bend and walk with a sippy cup of milk. Lone Star at the Mountain Arts Center, Prestonsburg, January 13th, 7.30 p.m. What about now? Come out tonight. Tickets range from $27 to $52. Get yours at macarts.com. No news. Lone Star, live at the Mac. A modern pharmacy with old-fashioned service. That's Howard Family Pharmacy, a locally owned Health Mart pharmacy. When you need your prescription filled, simply use their free mobile app or log on to HowardFamilyPharmacy.com. And when you need help choosing the over-the-counter remedy that's right for you, you'll get the versatile, qualified advice you need. Let pharmacist Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Taryn Castle serve you at Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern Health Mart. Caring for you and about you. We're back on the Sound Off on Sports podcast presented by Howard Family Pharmacy and the Mountain Arts Center. We bring in our guest tonight. That would be Coach Casey Huff of Prestonsburg High School. Coach, you're a pretty intense guy out there. <laughs> Man, I, I come by it naturally. It's who I am. I don't um, The guys can tell you it's just authentic. You know, I try to stay pretty true to myself so I'm, I'm an energy guy that's what i do man i like it we greatly appreciate you letting us be here uh in the middle of your practice and i promised him i wouldn't take him no more than 15 minutes uh, so hey, that's fine you know he's, I, I understand he's, I, he's got a and he's he's up here trying to coach so he's no it's good man hey, we're glad to have you i like the backdrop y'all set it up cool this yeah. is good man glad to have you guys yeah, glad sure. to have you here and uh, glad to be here tonight glad to be on the show and uh Wanted to ask you, just tell tell folks about yourself, uh, your background, where you come from, where you played. Tell us about who who is Casey Huff. All right, sure. Uh, I guess we'll start with my high school playing days. Uh, Harlan Independent under Casey Lester, who is, uh, you know, of course he played for the great Mike Jones, who if I'm not mistaken, played for the great uh, Bobby Keith. Mm -hmm. So there's a rich bloodline there. <laughs> so a lot of my philosophy even today uh, you know, I think the great coaches steal from several people until it becomes their own. And uh, there's some things that Coach Lester taught us that, you know, is still evident in, in my delivery today as a coach. And then from there, I played uh, a couple of years at Owsley College under Gary Gibson. Mm. Uh, you yep. know, great guy, know man. Gary. High character guy, a fantastic basketball mind. So the older I get, the more I appreciate my time under his leadership. And then from there, you know, my coaching journey really started 2011 with Anthony Nolan at Harlan County with the girls' basketball program. That's once they consolidated. But prior to that, he had some really good boys' teams at Kaywood High School. They saw a lot of success. So I coached with him for a year. And then just being a young man, uh, not really knowing the direction I was going, I took a really unconventional uh, route to where I am today. But uh, I took a hiatus, did some blue-collared work, and long story short, you know, met my wife, moved to Knott County, middle school ranks, girls, boys, and of course I got to coach under the great B.B. King, uh, 
who's hung five regional banners, and, and uh, he's a mentor of mine, a neighbor of mine, so uh, he's another one that I, I'm indebted to and I owe a lot to. Well, I mean, I had one question, you know, what necessarily wanted to pull you here to Prestonsburg to want to come here and coach? I'm a man of faith, and uh, when the opportunity presented, I had applied for two other jobs, right. and I got the same phone call on both of them. Hey, that was an awesome interview, but we're going to go a different direction. <laughs> right. you know? I'm like, all right, well, if God wants it to happen, he's going to set it up, and, uh, you know, the Prestonsburg position came open. I put my name in the hat. Mr. Ricky Thacker, you know, took a chance on me. I took a chance on the program, and we're excited, man. I mean, we are really genuinely excited about the direction we're going. So. What, what did you know about Prestonsburg before you came here? Not much. You know, I knew there was some resemblances with where I graduated from. Just the, the community feel here is a lot like Harlan Independent, I guess, where it feels like its own separate entity, yeah. you know. Even though this isn't an independent school, it has that vibe. Um, other than that, you know, I knew they were known for their football program. Uh, rightfully so. They've got a rich tradition here. Um, but that was really it. It was really going out on a limb. I had to do my research really quick, and I was like, look, that's a 35-minute commute. To be able to do what I love and coach on this level and, and make an impact using basketball as the platform, if they give it to me, I'm gone. I'm doing it. So I did it. Uh, 30 minutes ain't, ain't far anyway. Well, hey, not, not when you live around here. And, and, and after a bad loss, I might need some time to decompress before <laughs> I get to the house with the wife. I understand. You know, they I give understand you a little time too. to unwind and leave it at the door, man. Be with your family, be with your kids. So, yeah. So, you, how many kids do you have? I have two. I have two, two kids. Yeah, I have two. Okay. Married two kids, and uh, she's used to this life. She understands. We're both the time. very invested. <laughs> she came home last night to show me her new uniforms. You know, I mean, this is what we do. Yeah. And then we watch basketball with the kids. You know, you so go. it's uh, it's good, man. It's good to have somebody like her in my corner that understands the grind and and the investment and the heartache and the joy and everything that comes with it. There's a lot of ups and downs in this business, but yeah. you got to love it. So, uh, did Ricky sell you any snake oil on this job since <laughs> no, you've been here? I mean, no, I can't say he did, man. He he was a straight shooter. He told me, you know, it was going to be a rebuild and where we were and. I did, I did what research I could regarding personnel and things of that sort. And, uh, no, he, he, kept it, he kept it real with me. He was pretty straightforward, and I was straightforward with him, and I'm glad we started out that way. This team, Prestonsburg, the past four seasons is 14 and 19 versus other district opponents, 14 and 19. Obviously, you want to improve that. What's it going to take for that to happen? You know, this is a buzzword, but I'm going to start with it's culture. You have to build a winning culture. And, and I don't think you can be a culture coach unless you really believe in culture. Yeah. You know, for me, it's like my guys right now. They're bought in. I mean, this is energy every day. You know, they work. They're vocal. And, and when I took the job, and this is sound cliche to some folks, but there were four main pillars. I remember having my parent meeting, you know, selflessness. We're going to be team first. Accountability. It's got to be player driven. I can't always start your engines. You gotta hold each other accountable. Mm -hmm. Competitiveness. You gotta have some dog in you. You know we have to have dog. I got I got three or four kids, guys, that are just as hard nosed right. as they come. You know we might not be the most talented group, but I got some <laughs> kids out here that they're dogs, man. They'll get in there and they'll fight and they'll battle. So just trying to establish our primary pillars, building on those every day. It's not just signage on the wall. This has to be who we are. 
Um, and then from there, you know, I think it's skill development. I put a lot, we spend 20 minutes a day right here, you'll see, we'll go skill development, then we'll do team skill development, then we'll go to our team concepts, you know, shell drill, what we call diamond shell, and then how we like to play man, whether we're, you know, whatever we're practicing, types of hedges, and how we're going to guard PNR and all that stuff, and then we'll go through our offensive. So just going through that every day, having a good practice schedule, the kids getting a routine, understand what I expect from them, and, and you know, just uh, just work. Well, how, how quick did these guys accept you in and really just start buying in? Like immediately, or did it take a couple of days to build a little bit of trust? You know, you have to build trust. And I don't want to sound brash. Maybe I was just good. But I felt like they bought in from the day I met them in the media center. I really do. And then one throws the ball at me. But genuinely, <laughs> I felt like they bought in from the first day I met them. And, and maybe it was just a timing thing. Maybe it was a God thing. Maybe, I don't know. But I really, I like to believe that it was authentic. I mean, these are my guys. Lawson, you bought in? Lawson's bought in. I mean, the guys are bought in. That's, that's what we like to hear. Yeah, they bought in. It's a good attitude and not a game yet. That's good. And you've not had to face all that stuff. And I know you'll handle it yeah. and everything. But you're the new guy. So everybody, it's, it's a new, fresh approach. Honeymoon stage. Seem, yes. It seems like the kids don't like it. I mean, I think they've, they've enjoyed the welcome change with you here. I, I think they have. Um, it's like you said earlier. It's just a fresh start. It was a clean slate for everybody. Um I do things differently, not that it wasn't done right before. You know, we all have our different approaches and the way we do things and the way I conduct myself is probably different than anybody they've experienced before. But uh, like I said, it's the honeymoon stage. We'll see here. Uh, holler at me come, you know, January, February <laughs> when we're in the trenches. I mean, we'll see how bought in they are. What was one of the first things you said had to change when you walked in here? Well, back to culture. It, it, was, it was a winning culture. You know, what's it feel like to be a winner? You know, I felt like the kids felt like they had been beat down. I remember talking to them, and it just, they seemed depleted. And, you know, that was up to me. As a coach, you hired me to figure out how do I inject that enthusiasm in a program that's fighting right now. Yeah. And that's hard to do. So what we had to do was figure out what are some program wins, not win losses. Right. What are some milestones we can do every day to show these kids you're getting better? You know, we got a leaderboard in the locker room. We're competing. You know, they're coming in here. We've got Olympic shooting. We've got one-minute shooting. These kids are competing. That's where we're starting. We're going to be competitive first with each other. Get the best out of each other. He wants your spot. He wants your spot. You got to compete. Afterwards, you got to love each other. But right now, you got to fight. Really, you you really do have a wide-open system here because you only have two players coming back that played every single game last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a really inexperienced team, but with some talent. What are your expectations outside of just being competitive? Mental toughness is my expectation right now. These guys, regardless of where we are this season, these guys have got to have the mental toughness and, and, and create that sustainability like we're going to get through it together because that's the building block. If I can get them there this year, regardless of what we go through, the ups, the downs, the, the good things, the bad, if we can just stick together, next year we'll build again. Next year we'll build again. But right now it's just buy-in and mental t- – and like I tell my guy, when I say you're a dog, that don't mean you just get on the floor. That means when I'm jumping you – because I can be demanding, but you have to be demanding without being demeaning. Mm-hmm. But yeah. now I can get – you know, 
And I, I think, get I get upset sometimes. Yeah, well, I think guys respond to that too. They know you're you're getting on them to better them. The great players want that. Yeah. You know, I'm going to call one out right now. Wes Salisbury, man. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, <laughs> it, it, this kid had his best practice yesterday, and I've been riding him from day one because that's my point guard. He doesn't yep. have a choice. Sorry, man. You have to be an extension <laughs> of me. You know, you, it is what it is. It is what You're it is. You're going to have to learn to take it. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I He's love you. He's going to show for you on the floor. But, but he sh- and, and the other thing, I always make sure I catch him doing good, too. I yeah. want to catch him doing good, too. That's like you got to tear them down to build them back that's up it. sometimes. That's it. That's exactly right. And that's my approach. I mean, we stay on them. Defense is the other thing we're going to harp on because that's something we can control. I can, we can control how hard we play. We can control the intangibles. What's our energy like? What's our mental toughness like? That's all things we can dictate. So if we can control it, we can't let those moments slip. We got to make sure we're on top of those things. So we're going to control the controllables. We're going to have the mental toughness we need, and we're going to fight through it no matter what, and then we'll build on it going forward. Well, when we come out here for first game, say we're here, what should we expect to see out of you, Coach? What kind of kind of game plan? Without saying you game I plan said, stuff. I said this the other day in a podcast. I said, you know, if I was a smart man, I'd say, boy, we're going to play fast and have fun. <laughs> you know, that's what everybody wants to hear. And that's what I want to do. But – if, if we play fast, it's going to be because it was generated from that. Right. Defense, good closeouts, low shoulders, high hands, being vocal, knowing your rotations, knowing how to scramble if the ball's kicked out and reverse to the other side of the floor. It all starts on the defensive end for us because that is something we can't control. That's what we hang our hat on. Yeah. And then from there, you know, we'll see. I just want hustle, grit, and defense. Man. I would say, you know, if you want to be, even with it being a running team, you don't necessarily have to press all the time. That's it. That's I it. I mean, you can generate a lot of your defense, rebound, and get your fast break started off very quickly. And, you know, you generate that up-tempo speed without pressing. No, you got it. That's 100% right. It's like I tell my kids, you know, they might be times when we press a little bit to dictate the tempo. But defense is hard because you have to battle your instincts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My instincts tell me to go for that steal. Yeah. My instincts tell me to jump out the gym when that guy pump fakes. We're not trying to get steals. Right. We're trying to be disciplined. We're trying mm. to get stops. We're trying right to there. block out. We're trying to get a rebound, and we're trying to convert to the other end. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> when you asked him about style, and he said man earlier, I thought, remember the movie Hoosiers? He says, <laughs> so let me just ask you something. Do you play man or zone? Because all we've ever done is zone. <laughs> all we've ever done is zone defense. Well, and, and, but that's why you say that. I'm picky about that. You know, they played a lot of zone last year, yeah. and we're undersized. Yeah. But my thought, my philosophy is, it's like Coach K says, you know, a good man looks like a zone and a good zone looks like a man. We've got to figure out our man principles first. Yeah. We've got to figure these out first. There's a lot of teaching. And, again, I, the coaches before me, I think they did a great job teaching, but I teach differently. And these kids are learning every single day. Um, and another thing is, just, I tell them all the time, you got to be where your feet are. Be where you fit. You know, Coach K coined the acronym WIN, W-I-N. What's important now? Let's be in the moment, play in the moment. Don't let a mistake dictate the future, and let's just be where our feet are and play hard. So. You played at uh, One We Love, Alice Lloyd, so you're already up real high on yeah, our list as we're yeah. Alice Lloyd guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big Scott Corner fan. Are you, well, we are too. Well, me too. I, play, I played for him, so. Man, okay. <laughs> I, I knew I hey, yeah, that's right. Like, you, you're going to know him. That's good. That's where it got yeah. me now. Okay, I'm with you now. <laughs> but uh, – what, what, what makes you a winner from your past playing days that you're bringing here? Ooh, I'm going to answer that. This is the first time I've said this in public. This is the truth. 
This is the truth. Okay. And this is my wife. I, I don't you know if I'm ready to admit it as a man, but <laughs> I compromised the integrity of the game when I was younger mm. because I was prioritizing other things in my life. And because of that, I live with regret. That is the, and that bothers. It makes me emotional because wow. I care so much about this game. So this, being able to coach and being able to do, it's a, it's a redemption round for me to ensure that I give back to the game that gave me opportunities, no matter how many times I try to squander them. And it also ensures that I don't let these young men make the same mistakes that I made as a young man. And that, that is the truth. Uh, so that mentality, you know, you get married, you have children, you wisen up a lot. Yes, you do. <laughs> you become a man. Well, you're supposed to. And yeah. you're supposed to. Well, not everybody does. I think the good ones do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in my journey, I've learned that. Uh, you know, still today, if I see Coach Lester, I feel compelled about Coach. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I know I was hard, man. And, you know, I, you know, I was that. a real heathen. Yeah, I was sorry about that. I was a heathen. <laughs> but, and that, but, you know, and something I learned from Coach Lester was unconditional love. He loved me anyway. He yeah. loved me. Yeah. And the good coaches do. And, but that's what I bring is, is I think I'm, my why is the right reason. I think this is, uh, this is part of my ministry. It's my calling is to make sure these kids get it right. And when they leave here, they're better basketball players, but they're better men. That it's going to be good husbands, good fathers, good citizens someday. I mean, that's, that's what I have to use this. That's what the vehicle's for. You see the bigger picture. That's it. That's awesome. I like it. I like I, I like it. I like I can see why I see why Ricky brought you in. Yeah. I, I'm buying in already. Yeah, I mean, I'm bought in too. We're I, him out here on this closeout drill. What are we doing now? Shell, look, three on three here. <laughs> Terrible rotation. That's a decent X out. Didn't block out. <laughs> hey, hey. Give, give a Coach what, Stacker. Tw- was that, 25? Give 25 oh. credit for crashing the offensive glass hey, and getting the putback. Brian's my guy. That's my guy right there. He give gets him some after credit it, right there. He gets after it. Who are your assistant? Uh, who are your assistant coaches? Oh, I'd love to talk about them. So we've got Coach Thacker, uh, just does a phenomenal job, man. He's he's hungry. He works every. I mean, he buys in, and and what it, you know, he's there. He's my guy, and he everything I've asked of him, he's done it. He does it the right way. He's got a great basketball mind. He's hungry. He wants to learn. He's got aspirations to be a head coach. Everything you want in an assistant. And I told him when I called him, I said, you know, for me. I need everybody on the boat rolling. I don't need some guy in the back poking holes in it. I need to know you're on board. And I don't want a yes man. I need you to hold me accountable. Right. If you think I'm doing it wrong, tell me. But if I don't like it, you got to have tough skin. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I'm the head coach. Right. right. And he's done exactly that. And then, of course, I got Thomas Nairn. Uh, just yeah, a pillar you know of the community. We like, we like Thomas. 1989 right there, that banner. He don't <laughs> right. ever talk about it, but I know he wants to. <laughs> so we, we got Thomas Nairn, who it was just uh, the moment I met him, I said, man, this guy's going to get along well. I like yeah. him, man. I, he's got good energy. And today we've got uh, Tony Pacheco, a teacher here, who, you know, just asked if he could be a part of the program, like the energy, said he volunteers time. I said, but I'll see you today. Hey, baby, <laughs> come on down. We yeah. need one more, actually. Hey. You, you, perfect time. When, when you're 9 and 14, you, you need volunteers. You need volunteers. I mean, when, when everybody's winning, everybody wants to come out and help. Yeah, that's all. They'll be everywhere. Give yeah. me about three years. They'll be knocking yeah. down the doors. It, yeah. I mean, yeah. perfect example was back in the South Floyd day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was started out, you know, we were real bad. <laughs> there when we were talking, you know, Late, late 90s, mid 90s, late 90s were kind of real bad. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. we started winning. And 
You got as many coaches as you do players. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got a whole, you got a whole bitch yeah. full, you know. Everybody's wanting to help out. Give me one of them team sweaters. Yeah, they have those black sweaters. Can I get one of them zip-ups. Yeah. yeah you got any it. free shoes? You know, I mean, nobody wants to be there when you're not winning. But, you're uh, right. You're right. This is, this is the times that make it count make it worth it. That's it, man. And uh, we wish you all the best. Thank and, you. Uh, again, thank you for letting, be a, letting us come down here. Hey, man. Welcome anytime. Welcome anytime. Love having you here. Good stuff. Appreciate you having me on. Really do. Now, you got a couple players, right? Right? Sure, yeah. Okay, send, send one up, and then we'll send him off, and we'll send another one up. That sounds okay? good. Good All talking right. to you guys. You Thanks, man. Yeah. Good talking to you, Casey. That's Casey Huff. He's the head coach of the Preston Black Cats, and uh, it's pretty exciting. Hey, I'm, I'm fired up for some Black Cat basketball yeah. right now. Hey, if I wasn't 350, I'd run through a wall for him, you know. <laughs> I'd be ready to go, you know. But, uh, we're going to get bring on some players, so uh, hang tight. We're going to talk to a couple of players on the team. And uh, as soon as he turns a couple loose here, we'll do that and uh, have some more on the Sound Off On Sports podcast tonight. Brought to you by Howard Family Pharmacy and the Mountain Arts Center. Hang on. Coming to the Mountain Arts Center, Lone Star. Don't know how you do what you do. Lone Star, live at the Mac. There's a carrot who can barely walk with a sippy cup of milk. Lone Star at the Mountain Arts Center, Prestonsburg, January 13th, 7.30 p.m. What about now? Tickets range from $27 to $52. Get yours at MacArts.com. No news. Lone Star, live at the Mac. A modern pharmacy with old-fashioned service. That's Howard Family Pharmacy, a locally owned Health Mart pharmacy. When you need your prescription filled, simply use their free mobile app or log on to HowardFamilyPharmacy.com. And when you need help choosing the over-the-counter remedy that's right for you, you'll get the personal, qualified advice you need. Let pharmacist Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John and Newsom, and Taryn Castle serve you at Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern Health Mart, caring for you and about you. And we're back on the Sound Off on Sports podcast, presented by the Mountain Arts Center and Howard Family Pharmacy. Jamie Johnson, Byron Hall, and Wes Salisbury from Prestonburg High School. Wes, welcome in. Thank you. Good you sound a little tired. <laughs> I, I'm getting there. <laughs> I mean, what are we, 30 minutes into practice already? I'm getting tired. Getting tired. I like it, though. I mean, he's got a good good lather worked up Yeah, he's already. got a good sweat worked up already. <laughs> I mean, you, it's intense right here. You can just tell by the way you come up here, you got – a welcome break, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Coach Huff picked you first. He also says you're his point guard, and you just have to take it because it is what it is. <laughs> and uh, said he said you had a great practice yesterday. Yep. And uh, he's got high expectations for you this year. Yes, he does. I think we'll, we'll do good this year. How do you feel about this year's uh, season? I think we'll do just fine. I mean, we're all getting bought in to Coach and what he has to say, and I think it's going to work. How's uh, the transition been? into a new coach this season? Oh, it's completely different. It's uh, Everything's completely new. We've learned everything, but I think it's for the better and it's going to work. How different are the practices? They're way different. Our intensity this year has rose. How about the um, the environment? He talked a lot about culture. Has he uh, talked to you guys about that? He has, yes. Um, I think we've got more of the community involved in everything, and it's going to be great. Seems like that's something we've been – Seeing, missing. Uh, missing here, but also seeing in other sports. Uh, football and uh, soccer has been winning. People get involved in that uh, and things of that nature. It's that the words loyal and true, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, are being forced uh, into you guys in your head 
uh, so to speak, as students. Uh, what makes it What makes it different now? You're a junior, right? Yes, sir. So how different is it? Not just talking about the coaching change, but just in the school in general. Can you see a positive change from your freshman year to now? Definitely. I just feel like we've got the right people in the building to make it happen right now. Good deal. Good deal. Now, if you, uh, what are you hoping to see this season uh, in terms of on the floor? What's uh, coach told you your responsibilities are going to be? Well, we're just going to try to go out there and win and do what we can and just try to prove a point to everybody. I forget that they don't have long answers like coaches right, right, do. Right, right. So you got to come up with a ton of questions. Yeah, you got to have it all <laughs> right there. Tell us maybe a, tell me some favorite memories so far about being a black cat. Oh, there's many. Uh, going to Florida my freshman year with all, with the team, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, districts against Betsy Lane my freshman year, last second shot in overtime. That, that, was, was, right, awesome. that was right here. That was, here. was here. That was a great yeah, game. Awesome. We were here. We yeah, were that was up a, there. That was a very memorable game. That was awesome. Yeah. So would you say that is your maybe the best win that you've had as a player so far? Definitely, yes. And coming back into this season – what what kind of goals as a team and personally have you know you, you all have set uh, you know far as like who do you want to be wins uh, and kind of the expectations of the season here? Uh, we just want to beat everybody we can. Um, we want to win this district and make a run in region. Um, we just want to play good team ball and just get it done. How important is it to be competitive? Get in that regional tournament and maybe win the district this year. Oh, it's it's going to be awesome. That's just that's a big go this year. It's going to be. Social media is a big deal. Uh, do you talk with other teams, other players on other teams? And I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to rag on anybody or anything? I mean, my buddy Eric Burke from Floyd Central. Uh, we went and played some three on three tournaments the other day. Uh huh. I mean, we just make friendships through it. Do you play on uh, during the summer? Yes. You play some summer ball and things? Yeah. Okay. So you, you, you virtually play all season long. Yeah. So there's no burnout level for you. This is no. this is just your wheelhouse, right? I love this sport. I love it. I got there you. Go. I, I get it. Yeah, well, you do get I, it. I get you it. Tell me uh, anything maybe you'd like to say about any of your teammates. Oh, I love them all like my brothers. Uh, we just got to grind this year and see what what we can do. Is there anybody out there that, you know, maybe that's been flying under the radar that, you know, we haven't seen or other people hasn't seen, but you see them every day. Is anybody going to jump out and really surprise some people this year? Oh, we've got plenty. Uh, Caleb Blossom, Grant Varney, Jake, John, all of my boys, they're, we're all going to prove a point this year. You know, you're, you're a little undersized. Uh, it's going to be a scrappy, gritty, gutty, as my my buddy Brian Milan would say, gritty, gutty effort. There you go. Uh, you're going to have to have that kind of effort uh, every single game. Can you bring that kind of intensity, especially defensively, in contests? Because honestly, we've seen teams like you guys have success in the past, but it comes on the defensive side of the floor. And I'm sure yep. Byron would agree. He's a former coach, a player, uh, creating those turnovers, playing the defense, and getting easier looks and layups. It's going to be tough to bring that kind of intensity, though, all year long. It's going to be tough, but I think we can do it. The defense coaches showed us. We're all up in the grill, and it's just going to get us fast break points. I'm with you. I think, you know, defense can lead to easy easy transition baskets, and that's just going to grow your confidence uh, throughout the game. Yeah, definitely. 
Now you have another teammate that's supposed to come up and talk as well. Do you know who that is? Uh, Grant Varney, probably. It's your job to find out. So yes. I'll find out. We wish you good luck <laughs> on the season. Go find one more guy and make him come up here and talk. Well, I will. Thank okay. you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's Wes Salisbury from Prestonsburg High School. We appreciate Wes uh, a whole lot. He's going to bring one more player up here. And, uh, yeah, I forget that kids don't have long answers to questions. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. He carried himself well. He did carry himself well. Yeah. I mean, uh, but like you said, you know, Coach Huff, he was very elaborate yeah. uh, about things. Yeah, I get it. I was there once, that once upon a time. Uh-huh. And it's just very quick, very short. Uh, get to the point, get it over with. All right. Now, our next victim, identify yourself. My name is Grant Varney. Grant Varney. All right, Grant, and you are a? Junior. Junior. All right, Grant, tell us about Black Cat Basketball. It is nothing but hard work and family, man. This is the greatest group I've ever been with. Uh, I've been with a few teams in my career, but this is by far the most hardworking and most closely knit team I've ever been with. Got to tell you, you're not on my list of my cheat sheet. <laughs> so tell me about yourself, about your playing career so far. Um, my high school career so far uh, at JBS at Jim Buchanan, it was very subpar, below par. Uh, we weren't the most, we weren't the best, the most flashiest. We didn't have the best records. Last year we finished 12 and 12 on the season, lost the first round of district. Um, myself as a player, I'm all about hard work and doing what's best for the team. I'm a crafty player and I like to just do what is best overall. So you played at Jim Buchanan last year. What's been the, the first big change you noticed by coming here? The first big change, um, People. Just yeah, having a number of people. Uh, yeah, I've I'm been sorry. used to. No, it's it's all right. It's we both went to Dallas Lloyd. I've seen I've seen the size of the classes. It's yeah. not a knock on JBS. Yeah, very small. Like yeah, last year I was playing. I was used to playing entire games. We only had seven players total on the roster. But yeah, the biggest change was the amount of people. Uh, it's great having the amount of people, and then the way they push you during practices is just humongous. Um, Having enough to scrimmage and practices and get all that experience and work in is amazing. What was your role last year at JBS? I was the number two scorer, and I made sure to get the ball around. Uh, I played as the primary guard, and I led the team in uh, defense, and I made sure to get the ball around. I also led in rebounding, which seems a bit weird for a point guard, but that's how it was. Well, no, I mean, there's so many there's so many jump shots now, three-pointers, long, long, long rebounds. rebounds. I, I'm not. That doesn't shock me at all. You know, I, I like the way he come in here. He's out of breath. He can barely talk yeah. to us. Yeah. I mean, that just goes to show he's out here working hard right now and really trying to take care of this and get ready for this season. He definitely is. <laughs> Tell me, what are your expectations for the season? My expectations? Um, near the beginning, uh, it may be a little bit shaky. Um, we've had multiple new players step up on the team, so – Chemistry is good, but the way we play together, it may come together late in the year, but I expect to win district and then push far into region. I like it. And how, I, many, how many new players do you have here? We have, um, just from transfers alone, I think four, four or five, and those guys are coming in and putting in good minutes too, uh, starters and then good backups. Well, just coming from JBS, you know, you said limited number of kids there. How much – has it improved your game going against other people and really have to push each other, knowing that you're having to fight for your spot and the minutes that you're going to get? Uh, tremendously, man. Uh, you know, 
at JBS, in the back of my mind, I knew I was a starter. Um, that may have pushed me to think I don't have to work as hard here. I'm getting pushed. I have players that I'm going up against that are same skill level as me or even better. I personally think there's three or four guys better than me on this crew. Um, but it's just tremendous having them pushing you in practice because it's allowed me to work on parts of my game that I didn't know needed improvement before. But there's always room for improvement. Well, what do you like about basketball? I just love to compete, man. Uh, going against the crew with your team and just working together and coming out with a victory is amazing. So when you were, when did you pick up on basketball? What did you, what did you like about it when you were younger? Whenever I was younger, uh, I started at about third grade. Um, really, I just one day I just picked up the basketball, started shooting. I was like, I, I like this a little bit, man. Uh, <laughs> Wesley was a bit of a rough stretch, though. We did not have very many good seasons, but um, just getting out and doing something, mainly whenever I was younger. So uh, when you were younger and now, do uh, you have a favorite NBA team or a favorite college team or anything? My favorite college team, i got to stick true to UK, University of Kentucky. Right. I love the Wildcats. Um, professional level, I've always loved the Bulls. Uh, just MJ, and now we have Caruso. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Caruso and guy. Levine. Wow. So Michael Jordan is like an old guy to you. Yes, sort of. Sort of. Who's an old guy on Kentucky for you? Old guy on Kentucky. Yeah, if, if I said, think of the oldest player in Kentucky that you can remember, who would that be? Get, get ready for this, Byron. All right. <laughs> I don't know if he played there. Um, <laughs> maybe Kelly Coleman. I'm not sure what his college was. Well, okay. Actually, he committed to Kentucky, and but then, didn't go. Okay. Oldest, Who's the oldest player you remember watching play? Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of what I was looking yeah, at. Yeah. Whenever I didn't watch it much when I was younger, but the oldest I could remember was maybe the the Wall of Cousins or AD. Yeah. See, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. I, they all see John Wall and, yeah. and Cousins as old guys. Well, I mean, and, shoot, that's been 12, and they 12 are. years ago. I know. They are. <laughs> I get it. You know. I mean, who are you thinking about? Kenny Skywalker? Skywalker was the first player that I remember in a U.K. uniform. Okay. That was, that, that's me. You nailed right. it. He and uh, Melvin Turpin and <laughs> Sam Bowie. Those are the guys I remember in a UK uniform, and again, I'm I'm 43, so, and there's people that watch, that watch this that are much older than me that would remember uh, Jack Goose Givens, who I've met late in the 70s, uh, Dan Issel, and uh, even as far back as Cotton Nash and all those names, and he's like a deer in headlights. Like, yeah, yeah, he's like talking who? about. Who? You know? I mean, say Jamal Mashburn or somebody. Maybe you, do you know him? Oh yeah, Mashburn. Hey, he go. was unreal. His uh, rookie go. game against Jordan Pippen, putting fifty on him, was insane. He's an NBA guy. He is an NBA I guy. I get it. Why do you like the NBA? I'm back and forth on the NBA. Um, I just like watching professionals go at work, man. Just watching their craft and trying to recreate what they do and perfect it. It's just a work of art to me. I like that. See, I, I used to love the NBA. I have a hard time watching it now. I will watch the playoffs. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I want to go to a game this year. I've not been to in a few years, to an actual NBA game. Never been. I, I used to be a religious Knicks fan. Oh, yeah. It's like when you say Michael Jordan, in my head, I'm going, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, he I'm stopped you. the Knicks I, every year. That's who I first started watching NBA. It was Michael Jordan. So, I, the Bulls and Jordan, Pippen. 
You know, I, I really like that. But he's got a little bit of an old, old spirit about him. I like I, that. I do. He's got a nice old soul. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Ethan, it's been a pleasure meeting you. Good luck on the season, okay? Hey, thanks for having me, man. Uh, all right. Nice to meet you, guys. You too. Nice to meet you. That's Ethan Varney of the Prestonburg Blackcats. And, yeah, he wasn't on my notes, I guess, because he played at Jimmy Buchanan. So, well, there man, you go. Being completely honest about it, hey, you know. I, I like it. He gave some really good answers. He did. I mean, he's bought, I can tell, he's bought in. He's bought in. He's bought in. Uh, I felt like Wes was bought in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what Coach Huff was saying, you know, these guys are buying in. And, you know, that's just a reflection of him and his personality, I believe. It's a, it's a whole new ball game here uh, for Prestonsburg. You start looking at uh, they lost their t- top four scores last year. They bring back one senior. Uh, two players that played every game last year. That was uh, Wes Salisbury and John Little, and they played 22 games last year. Yeah. And usually that's not even a full season. And then you bring back uh, Caleb Lawson, Caden Allen, Logan Boyd, Connor Napier that had experience last year. And then, of course, uh, as we heard, uh, a mix of transfers. So that's yeah. uh, it's definitely um, a new young team, work in progress, but it's a fresh attitude. That's what I get yeah. from sitting here, a fresh attitude. Yeah, I mean, you can tell it's a fresh start. I think, uh, you know, whatever happened and, you know, people leaving, coming, going, leaving, whatever, you know, I feel like it's just been a whole clean slate kind yeah. of kind of deal. And, you know, the kids appreciate that. I think the coaching staff is kind of selling them on that. And, you know, that and that helps. Mm-hmm. And But, you know, you don't have a lot. Like you said, you only got two people that come back that really logged minutes. So, you know, if you convince those two early, then everybody else, you know, can fall in line a little easier. You know, the thing is, they were 9-14 and 14 last year, but when you bring in a whole new nucleus of kids, uh, you kind of take that record out the window because you don't know what you're going to get with like, a whole new nucleus of players. I like what players. Grant was saying, though. You know, he's going to come in and, you know, you're going to struggle the first year. And I can, I can see that. I can see these guys coming out a little str- – very, very well could struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe not win their first three or four games or something. But then all of a sudden, you know, they keep putting in the minutes. They keep coming out here. They keep working like they're working right now. And then, you know, January, all A time. Yeah. You know, you can start seeing that flip switch. You know, you start see them pick up a win they shouldn't get or you wouldn't think they would get. Confidence grows. Mm-hmm. You know, then they want to come in here and work, keep working harder. Because I don't think Coach Huff and this staff is going to allow them to, you know, kind of feel sorry for themselves and just mope around. But they're going to get in here. They're going to grind and work every day and put in the work. And then, you know, very possible. You know, if they struggle early, come middle of the season, end of the season, it just, all of a sudden one day it just it clicks. On the road to start the season at Lee County on November 30th, followed by road games at Knott County Central and Letcher Central, and then their home. Uh, their home opener is December 9th against Rose Hill Christian, and then on Friday the 10th against Floyd Central. Well, that didn't start off too easy. No, that's pretty tough. I mean, a, a road trip to Beattyville is not easy. No. And then uh, you know, they may they should win that game, but still, it's a road trip. Uh, hey, you, what going, a way to start. You're going – you know, you can't half, get there from here. Hour and a half minimum. I mean, <laughs> hour and a half, yeah. although cheese wagon, maybe two hours. Right. And then so. uh, to Letcher Central, that's not an easy grind either. And then uh, your home against Rose Hill, that should be a win. And then you have Floyd Central, and you're going to be right there with them. I mean, uh, they're they're kind of – they bring back a lot more experience, but, hey, 
it's a county district rival. You never know what might happen. Well, it, it, you say it is here. It is here. So I, that, that gives them a slight edge early here just to, you know, and we obviously we ain't seen Floyd Central nothing, but you come here, I feel like you're already down five. Well, looking at the some numbers again, I mentioned this briefly with Coach Huff. You're 14 and 19 versus the 58th in the past four years. Uh, Floyd Central, you're four and five against them. So, I mean, it's 50 50. Yeah. Uh, Betsy Lane, six and seven. Four and seven versus Lawrence County. Yeah. And I think once you break that, and I haven't done it for the other schools, but once you break those numbers down for Betsy Lane and Floyd Central, they're probably going to be about the same. It's been, except against Lawrence County. Lawrence County has had a little bit of a, an edge on everybody. Yeah. And, but that may be changing. So uh, Very well could be. I mean, yeah. Lawrence County is going to be good again this year. Yeah, they will. We will come back and wrap up tonight's Sound Off on Sports podcast right after this. A modern pharmacy with old-fashioned service. That's Howard Family Pharmacy, a locally-owned Health Mart pharmacy. When you need your prescription filled, simply use their free mobile app or log on to howardfamilypharmacy.com. And when you need help choosing the -the over-the-counter remedy that's right for you, you'll get the personal, qualified advice you need. Let pharmacist Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Taryn Castle serve you at Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern Health Mart. Caring for you and about you. Coming to the Mountain Arts Center, Lone Star. I don't know how you do what you do. Lone Star, live at the Mac. There's a carrot top who can bend and walk with a sippy cup of milk. Lone Star at the Mountain Arts Center, Prestonsburg, January 13th, 7.30 p.m. What about now? How about tonight? Tickets range from $27 to $52. Get yours at MacArts.com. No news. Lone Star. Live at the Mac. Back one more break here tonight on the Sound Off on Sports podcast, our final segment tonight. And speaking of basketball, it is Kentucky basketball time. Kentucky taking on Kentucky Wesleyan on Friday night. Friday night exhibition play. I am, I am excited for Kentucky basketball this year. I, I kind of am too, in a way. I mean, I was. I want to see a. A fresh start too, right. uh, but they have a more experienced team. Got some transfers in. Well, uh, have you, well, you, have you seen the you know some of the things Cal said about you know Ty Ty Washington? I say he's a real deal. Uh, he, mean, you know he didn't want to say no names, yeah. but kind of reminds him of some of his better guards. He's got four preseason SEC uh, All SEC members, and Ty Ty Washington wasn't even one of those names. I mean, if if this kid, you know, who's the first? Who's some names that you think of when Cal says that? That kind of thing. Obviously, you go back to any kind of stellar guard play you've had. John Wall, yeah, Brandon Knight, mm-hmm. uh, Fox, I mean, Fox. You know, and those guys had some really good teams. They did. So you're talking about you bring back some experience. You you got that that super freshman. The Dickie V diaper dandy, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, we might not get to hear that this year. Yeah. It's a little, it's little sad. Yeah. But, you know, you got him. Obviously, you got some. You got the transfer from Georgia, Wheeler. You know, he's supposed to be a, a creator, playmaker. You got Grady. That's, you know. You Kellen got, Grady. Kellen yeah. Grady. He's over a 2,000-point scorer in college. You know, yeah. a fifth-year senior. Play. And then this big Sweetway guy, Oscar Sweetway. I mean, he's just supposed to be a monster, I reckon. From yeah, West Virginia. Yeah. So. And then you got, uh, what, Douglas? No, not Douglas. Uh, Frederick. 
Yes. C.J. Frederick. Yeah, C.J. Frederick. Yeah. Come. Uh, no notes know, here. We're just kind of shoot. You know, shooting off the hip. Sh- shooter. <laughs> I mean, they've got everything they didn't have last year. They got shooters. They got guards that get to the lane. Apparently, they got the big guy. You know, they've got. You know, I guess after last year, you got to tone back expectations a little bit. Yeah, and but I think the entire fan base needs to. <laughs> Let, they, let the team come into their own. Kentucky by 100 every good, game. Yeah, but the good thing is you got a you got that cupcake schedule again. you got some games that you're going to get some wins, well, and you're going to get some experience in as you get ready for SEC league play. Well, you know, you got the full off-season effect to practice. You're going to get these scrimmage games, and then, you know, obviously you're going to get the first game against Duke. Last, and that's a, a 9.30 tip uh, coming up. Later in November, I'm setting up uh, for it. I, I won't be able to stay and watch it, but anymore. But hey, it's like this: you last year's team and any team at Cal builds is not built for a COVID schedule. No. Uh, you look at uh, let's just use Preston for a second with Morehead State. They were built for that, yeah, because they have players that are three, four year guys. Uh, it's a different type of environment. You don't have that high pressure. And they jailed and exceeded well. Um, you know, UK wasn't there. It wasn't built for that kind of thing, yeah. especially the the slasher of a preseason, a pre-conference the, schedule they played. The no, so, the no off season yeah. or the late po- off season to get them on campus to work them out. I think that really hurt more than people really really think. Absolutely, because you know you are bringing in. You got so much turnover, anyways. You're bringing in all these new faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it you know, and that and that hurt. Yeah. So you know, it's going to be exciting this year. You're going to get fans back in the building. That'll be a big difference maker. I mean, obviously, you talk about places to play. You know, <laughs> Rump's always that play. You got the big game. Fans are showing up. I don't care yeah. if you do have to spend a thousand dollars to be in there every time. They'll be there, <laughs> especially after not being there for a whole year. Yeah, uh, that place will be packed, almost like uh, Kroger Field has been this year in football. Of course, speaking of football, Kentucky now a a one-and-a-half-point favorite this weekend on the road at Mississippi State. Can you believe they opened up as an underdog? A, a two-and-a-half-point underdog. Yeah. And now a point-and-a-half favorite. They're getting some uh, some guys back from injury, as you mentioned in last week's podcast, uh, getting back Josh Ali on the offensive side of the football. That's a big deal. 7 o'clock kickoff in Starkville. I think the Cats get that game on Saturday. I'm still a little worried about Tennessee. They played Alabama pretty well the other night. Uh, it was a blowout in the end, but they showed that they could hang with them for a little while. Yeah, Big Orange scares me just a little bit, especially if you waltz into that game. But I'm really hoping we've seen a real change of culture uh, at Kentucky. The old Kentucky has died. Not like Casey Hub using the word culture. I mean, that's a that's a thing. It's a coaching buzzword. It is right now. Uh, but when you come into this situation. And you know, I can speak from past experiences. You know, you got to come in, whether you know whether or not you say it to the kids, you know it. You talk about it amongst your inner circle of coaches and people that you trust, and you have to build a culture. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that you know when I was coaching Allen Central was, you know, those girls we were coaching those girls, and it was, you know, we had to learn to win. Yeah, you know, and that, and then you, once you've got to pull out a couple games, you believe you can win. Mm-hmm. Then you know you can win. 
And, you know, I understand exactly where he's coming from. Fresh situation, you're coming off of, you know, a down year, a couple down years, really. Uh, you know, you did get the upset in the district tournament a couple years ago. But overall, you haven't had great success. And I think he's coming in here and he's looking to do that. And I think he's off to a great start. He is, too. It was great to meet him tonight and his team. And we wish Preston Bird nothing but the best. Moving forward, we'll hear some Black Cat basketball, obviously, on the radio coming up in this uh, much-anticipated high school basketball season. We do have a couple more football games to go. We will have coverage of Betsy Lane and Floyd Central coming up on Friday night. Care to make any predictions, Byron? I'll predict we'll be with Betsy Lane until they lose. Uh, yeah, we will. <laughs> we will be uh, We will be there on Friday. We'll also follow the Bobcats in the playoffs, and they take on the Paintsville Tigers coming up in two weeks down in Paintsville. And hopefully hopefully we'll see some much improved uh, play on the field, especially defensively from Betsy Lane. Maybe they've learned some things from that game, uh, trying to contain the run game of Harris Phelps and uh, the Paceful Tigers going forward. But, hey, they got a task this Friday. It will not be easy. But uh, when you play a county rival that is going to be giving you – I think they're going to give you a scrappy effort. Floyd Central will give a scrappy effort coming up on Friday night. If Floyd Central can control the air game for Betsy Lane, then it's, it could be a long night for Betsy Lane. Could be an exciting – it should be an exciting game. I think, I think, I think the game be very exciting. I think it's going to come down – to possibly an extra point or two point conversion, one way or the other, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be closer than what people think. We'll find out Friday night. We'll have coverage pregame at seven oh five, kickoff at seven thirty here on WMDJ. This has been our Sound Off on Sports podcast tonight, brought to you by the Howard Family Pharmacy and the Mountain Arts Center. We will see you Friday night at the football game and next Wednesday here on our Sound Off on Sports podcast. Have a great night, everyone.